everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Cheat Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Okay, guys, listen. I want to have a conversation, okay? I want to talk, because there's not really a lot of information that happened this week in gaming, except for the Xbox presentation. Now, I want to talk about a couple of things that happened after going to go over to some of the games that was announced and I'm going to give you my impressions but after this I definitely want to talk about the community and I want to focus on the PlayStation fans and I also want to focus on the PC fans. So, the first game that was shelved was Halo Infinite. Now, keep in mind, guys, this was being streamed on Twitch and on YouTube in various languages. It it was pre-recorded, however. That's not what's important. Now, Halo Infinite, we all know what the game Halo is. However, when I saw this, first of all, I was shocked that they had a demo right then and there. That was the surprise for me. So we got into the demo. And in the demo, they showed you what could possibly be an open world environment, which is clearly going to be interconnected on universes and whatnot. It picked up sometime after he was found. Because, you know, they had a presentation before where they had him, like, this space cadet. Or not even the space cadet, but somebody who was in space who found him floating. If you've seen the ending of um, Halo 5, you'll understand. Now, going back... They went into the demo. I like the demo. It showed some um, <clears throat> higher risk graphics. A lot of people wanted to be like super ultra realistic, realistic, and I'm like, guys, 
guys, guys, we have CLB for that. It showed off a lot of weapons, the grappling hooks. Um, I just love the gameplay. It was fast. It was smooth. Um, he then said that it's going to be at 60 frames per second. I'm sure that it's going to be at 4K or at least something very close to it. I don't think it's going to be running at 1080p. If it is, then... But this was in the presentation. Cool. I like it. Um, a valve was shown. Well, I wouldn't say was shown, but this is a new um, Obsidian Next Gen playing game. Um, it's being built up with Series X in mind. Now let me help you understand what that means. Most of the games that were shown was focused on the Xbox One's and Xbox Series X in mind. Now, I guess like next, not next year, because next year it's gonna be like they need some breathing room. But those who are being built up for the Series X, they're like, yeah, we're going to show you some of those games as well. For some motorsport. I think that's going to be straight Series X. And I don't understand. Hold on, guys. Let me understand something. Why are we focused on the aesthetics of the game when, in fact, if we're inside of the car, we're not looking at it. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been a simulate, a simulation as far as for cars person. I've always been an arcade, but it looks photorealistic and excited to see what they have to offer. State of Decay 3 was announced, um, which took a lot of people by surprise. Warhammer 4000 Dark Tide was announced. Fantasy Star Online 2 was announced. Medium looks interesting. It's um <clears throat> it's a mystery game that gives you now what okay, I'm just gonna give you my personal So when I when I saw this trailer, I could not help but not think of that movie, Silent Hill, where there are two worlds that are parallel, but they're doing like you know, I don't know. I just, I just got that. It looks beautiful. I 
think it's going to be interesting on how they implement it. But I'm looking forward to that. Crossfire. X. That was the premiere. Now, some of these games, like Crossfire X, will be a launch exclusive. Which means that when the system comes out, that they're going to have most of these games on the Xbox Series X first. And then they may go to the PS5 and the PC and whatnot. Crossfire X <coughs> is a co-developed game with women entertainment. It appears to be a psychological and character-driven element with character-driven elements. And the first person shooter is supposed to be free to play? Hmm. Multiplayer. Okay. And that's coming this year. The gun looks interesting. Tetris Tetris effect. going to be connected? I always thought that game was online. I don't know why that game is not going to be online. Well, it's a multiplayer. They're focusing on that. So, and this is just my thing. So, the, the, the Nintendo Switch version of Tetris is still better because it's like a I am really drawing a blank right now. What category is um Fortnite? Ah, a battle royale. Battle royale. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um. So yeah, it it's the one on Nintendo Switch. I don't know. Um, a stalker too. That is um, it's real, and yeah, it's coming to the Xbox platform, and that is launching exclusively to the Series X. Destiny Two, which is interesting. So here's the thing. Now, when you buy Game Pass, it will be available on Game Pass as a free-to-play game. And... For the Xbox Series X, you'll be able to run it at 4K 60 frames per second. Like, incredible. Um... That will be happening sometime. I think that will happen day one. But yeah, that will be coming. You can be able to play that, whether it's on your Xbox Series X, Xbox One, 
even mobile. So that's good on them. And they're also going to be, you know, they have that expansion that's going to be coming. Um, Psychonauts 2. I didn't play the first one, so I'm not going to act like I know what I'm talking about on that one. Um, The Outer Worlds will be coming along with um, the DLC. Pure on Gorgon. I think that's going to be an extra. Well, that's, that's the DLC. So, and I have the Outer Worlds, so I want to see what they're going to do with that. Grounded is another Obsidian game. It's cute because it's the game reminds me of um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You know? And I think it's cute. I think that there's a lot to this game that they're not showing. And of course, this is only coming to the, um, the Series X. That being said... like that Obsidian is is showing different sides to their because Obsidian is strictly has always been an RPG focused game developer and I'm, I'm sure this has some RPG elements to it but it's the looks so I'm not I'm not mad at it. Everwild, tell me why. Balan, Wonderworld. Now that will be coming to, um, what is, what is that? Um, um, hold on, I'm looking up, guys. It's an action game. Make uses of a single button to perform several different abilities. You know what? I didn't see this. This was in the pre-show. I did not see the pre-show with Jeff Keighley. I just watched from Xbox website. Uh, that's gonna have a smart delivery too. Hmm. Okay. Hello Neighbors 2, Watch Dogs Legion, we all know that was going to come here. Dragon Quest 11S, hold on, we're going to get into that, but all in all, I believe that there was 22 games shown. Now, a lot of people saw this dream. And, um, when it was over with, everyone had their impressions. Hmm. They were like that the presentation was underwhelming, that a lot of people hyped up and it didn't deliver 
And this is what I want to segue into having that conversation with the PlayStation and the PC fan base. Okay, guys, listen. I know that most of you fans look at PlayStation as if it is the status quo. PlayStation did incredible. It's an incredible company with Sony. It's an incredible system that they're great. This was a great presentation. And I'm only going to speak for myself when I say this. I went in thinking I had like, I had a 50-50, you know, whether or not if I want to pick up this new system. After that presentation, I'm 78%. Like, I am looking forward to what Xbox has to offer. I'm excited. Your fanboyism is tiring. It's tiring. For you to come out and say that Halo Infinite did not look good is insane. That is straight capping for a PlayStation. You can't do that. You cannot call yourself a gamer if you did not see, because I didn't see anything like that from PlayStation presentation. Anything. Yes, we got some super cuts and we got some, you know, some game spices on the PlayStation. And I in, I enjoyed it just like the rest of it. That was straight gameplay demo. And then y'all want to underplay that like that wasn't nothing? It's this kind of stuff that makes me not, and I have to talk about it, but I don't like talking about this. I don't. Because everyone here is a gamer. We love games. But this is what makes people think that there's a whole bunch of adult children playing something that shouldn't be taken seriously. If you like the PlayStation, by all means, love it. Love the idea of what PlayStation is going to bring to you and your games and whatnot. But it does not help your case to downplay this presentation. 
it doesn't. I don't know. I have no idea what. What is what is what what is his fixation? With Sony guys, what is his fixation? I'd have a PlayStation 4. I'd have a Xbox One. I can be critical when need be. The pacing was great in this presentation. They showed nothing but games in this presentation. And it was a it was a great show. It was a great show. This was an A minus presentation. What saved the PlayStation one was the reveal of the PS5. Now, of course, they're going to bring other ones, you know, other. showcases of their games that are coming because they have like a slew of third parties as well as developers that they did not show in this first one and that's understandable because it's went on for an hour but they're going to probably drop that down somewhere in September because that's going to be soon soon afterwards it's going to probably be the release of that said system I just did not like the fanboy in the of the PC and the PlayStation wall. That is just it just it it just left the I didn't like I just didn't like it. I don't like that you guys downplayed this when in fact it was great. It really was. But like I said, right now, when it comes to these new systems, it's PlayStation 5 and it's Xbox One, we're not going to see the beginnings of these next-gen graphics and whatnot two years out, maybe three. So we're going to be playing what you can see on the Xbox One X for the Series X version and the PS4 Pro on the PS5. These are the first two years. It's the graphics, fidelity, the system, because everyone is brand new. So, this is what we're going to get. Alright? Now, a couple of people was upset that Dragon, not Dragon Age, it's Dragon Quest 11 S is coming to the PS5, PS4, the Xbox One S, and X will be coming to those systems 
Nintendo News. Okay, I bought it for the Nintendo Switch because it was a definitive edition. Here's my problem. You put it out, the, the original version, the Dragon Quest Eleven. you put that out on the PS4 and the Xbox One series. You put that out there, the Nintendo fans had to wait, we watched, and we saw people did not buy this game. But we watched. And then you came out and you said, well, we're going to make a a special version for the Nintendo Switch. Now, here's the thing. It set the Nintendo fans apart. And this is me talking to Square Enix. Why did you not just said that it was a time exclusive. That's the first thing. And second of all, why did you not bring the Dragon Quest Eleven, the original one, straight? Why didn't you just not combine? Like this is a this is um this is the problem that everyone's having. No, you should not be putting this on. The S version, the definitive version, you should not be putting this on the Xbox One, nor the PS4. You deliberately held back the Switch version to Dragon Quest XI. Mind you, it was first announced for the Nintendo Switch when it was in development. So... The Nintendo Switch fans had to wait while everyone was playing, or very little people were playing, the the original version. And you released the game in the slew of everything else, but it got lost. And now you're trying to get that money back by just porting it over to the Xbox and the PlayStation, why would they pick that up if they didn't pick up the original one? And you want to go on, oh, well, it's a definitive version. If they wanted to definitive, if they wanted the definitive versions, do you think that they would have went with the Nintendo Switch version? It's like you've you've ported this over for no reason. And so, yes, I understand why a lot of Nintendo fans are upset behind it. You should have done. You should have done right by that. Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. I did so much drama with this darn Xbox. Nintendo Direct. Mini. 
Nintendo explained in the tweet, hey, this is going to focus on third parties that we have already announced. We've already announced. Because Rogue Companies is out as a founder's pack, which is $15. But, you Nintendo fans got upset about that? Wait a minute. They told you what to expect. You knew it was going to be a 10-minute mini. And you got upset because they didn't show any games you wanted to show. They told you that they were not going to do that. They shared it with you before. They told you, temper your expectations. It's stuff like this. It's behaviors like that in which why Nintendo is trying to figure out a way on how to deliver their game announcements. Because you guys go over and beyond, even when they told you that there is nothing to be excited about here. Nothing. And yet, you got angry because they told you that there wasn't going to be... But here's my thing. I don't think those are Nintendo fans real Nintendo fans. I think that they were people who were fans of the other consoles and they were upset because they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't criticize what's coming out for the Nintendo Switch this year. Now, I will say this. There is a messaging problem on Nintendo's front. And what I mean by that is nobody knows what's coming out for the rest of the year for Nintendo. I think that it's going to be revealed at a later date. I think that Nintendo did not want to take the focus away from Xbox. This was Xbox Week. And y'all even, y'all even, y'all even messed that up. My, I have such a backlog of games right now that I'm like, okay, I don't really want to focus on what is coming. I mean, I'm I'm a welcome any announcements, but I'm not going to be that person that's gonna be like, I need it, I need it. I don't need a, a shot of endorphins of the announcements, and then you're not gonna go buy the game. And I think that's what it is. People are taking the announcements of these games like they do the Twitter likes and the Instagram likes. It's like a shot of endorphins and they feel good. But when a game is released, they're not going to buy these games. Buying the games, 2.4 million system, I mean, um, units were sold. Of the Ghost of Tsushima in three days. Congratulations, Sucker Punch. You did a really great job. 
and I'm happy for your success. Um, well done. Because it's a very good game. God, that story is so captivating. What else happened this week? Okay, guys, I got a little... Okay, this is just a little... A little something. Guys. Guys. I'm late. I'm incredibly late. And I'm gonna tell you why I'm late. I bought... Bloodborne. Again. What maybe I should say is on television because it was on the PS4. But the PS4 Pro, I played it again. Fascinating. I can understand why that game is like the best of this this year's. I say all that to say this. Kind of funny was having a um a tournament like which one is the best game of this generation for the PS system, PS4. It ended with Bloodborne and it ended with, um, it was a tie, Bloodborne and God of War. Now, I went back to play Bloodborne and, oh, fascinating game. Just fascinating. It's the world, the that world because I don't know I don't know I may have played it but then I wasn't paying attention I must have been I must have been really distracted but I just started playing it again and my god that world is incredible it's just it's very immersive like Not wait to play Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Ugh. Cause I now these are the from software, like developer software. These are the games that I like. I like these games. Because they're they're just they all have a rim that they're all tied to. Dark Souls. And, and if it was just me, this is just my thing. Um, Bloodborne is tied to Dark Souls. Dark Souls is tied to... No, not Dark Souls. It's tied to Demon Souls. Demon Souls is tied to Dark Souls. And Dark Souls is tied to... Um, Kingsfield. And I think Kingsfield, I think it's, I, I would probably refer to Kingsfield was the first, and then it went into, it ended with Dark Souls. Like, I, I really believe that that whole universe is connected. I'm just rambling, guys. It was a Xbox showcase was incredible. 
Congratulations to Sucker Punch on the success of Ghost of Shishima. You guys need to start tempering your expectation, especially when it comes to Nintendo. Because Nintendo was not going to give you what you want all the time. I like that Ghost Company is out. After that presentation, that was the only thing that interests me and it came out later on that day. Just be better, guys. And those were your top stories in gaming. your top stories in pop culture. Comic-Con San Diego um, was streaming this year. I mean, due to COVID. And (laughs) Miss COVID came in And shut it all down. (laughs) Guys, if you were thinking of going to the theater this time, this year, for the rest of this year, you can forget it. You can forget it. Tenet has been delayed. Star Wars games, I mean, movies, have been delayed. Avatar 2 has been delayed. Uh, Wonder Woman has been delayed. It's luck. And here's another thing, and this is, this is, this is a thing about COVID, because The way how I look at it is that these movie companies can release it in Japan. They can release it in Europe. They can release it in China. But they're not even entertaining that. They're not even entertaining that. And clearly, the video on demand is that model is not working. It works for kids' videos, but it's not working for blockbusters. So they're like, we're not putting our money into stuff like that, and I don't understand why it would. I mean, $20 a pop? A pop? And then they can, and then you can just literally record that movie. And after you finish recording that movie, you can watch it over and over and over and over again. This is the new norm, guys. This is the new norm. And they're scrambling. Walt Disney is scrambling to try to figure out what they get. Um, Mulan is not coming. Like, they, they need to figure it out. Now, here's my thing. 
I don't understand why they would not put that out on Disney's Plus. Because they did wonderful with um with Hamilton. Like they released that and it did good, right? I mean I think it did. I know that's why I watched it. And I enjoyed it immensely. Girl, shut up. Tata Bradbury Lawson asked Nintendo to cast her as Samus in the Metro movie. No! Girl, you already Captain America. Stay in your name. God, just, ugh. No. She would look like a she would look like Samus. <laughs> but no, I want someone else to. Like you're Captain Marvel. You don't need another wall. Just allow someone else to breathe. Like get in. Child, I don't know what we're gonna do. As far as um, these these new movies that's supposed to be coming out, because it's looking bleak. Oh, Sonic Two has a um, Sonic the Hedgehog Two, which is the first one. Great movie. It's actually a cute movie. Um, oh, April A twenty twenty two. They have confirmed that they have a date for that. I Spider-Man Far From Home sequel has been delayed. Child, y'all might as well just They are going to figure out a way how to, to capitalize off of this with these movies. Because right now, no one is not going to, well, you can't go to the theater. But the reason, like I said earlier, I mean, they could have released this in other countries. But I guess they will focus on the North American market because, you know, they love watching the movies there. Oh, the boy's been renewed for season three. And the first, I mean, the second one hasn't even been um, shown yet. Speaking of TV shows, and I'm sure I mentioned it to you before, there are two series that you need to watch. You need to watch Perry Mason on HBO, and you need to watch I May Destroy You. On HBO. Those shows are incredible. Incredible. So check them out. Uh, they had a new trailer of the New Mutants. And you know what? I I said this when I first saw it. I just I I it's okay. Okay. I will see that when it comes out on Blu-ray. I'm not going to be, well, clearly I can see it in the theaters, but yeah, I'll see it then. 
Asia te Aziz Anan I'm just not feeling it. I'm really not feeling it. Um, I know you guys are going to want to talk about this man, and we will. We're definitely going to talk about Kanye West. Um, Before we go into that, congratulations to Nicki Minaj and her husband, Mr. Petty. I don't even know her husband's name. But, um, yeah, she's pregnant. She is pregnant because she had took some very pretty pictures of her in all of her glory. A lot of people were, like, you know, very supportive and whatnot. But then, you know, you got some people who came after her husband. Because I don't think that they wanted... I, I believe they've always wanted her to have a baby. Me, I don't care enough, to be honest with you. I mean, I... Only thing I can say about her is I knew that she was a size queen. And her husband knocked her up because he wanted to. He loves her. And he's going to be protective. She, I, I, see, Nicki Minaj is those girls. You know those girls that always, like, they always get with the bad boys. Like, they never get with the... And I'm not saying that Nicki Minaj is a a good girl. She is not a good girl, but you just would not expect her, cause you know we've seen her, we've seen her relationships, whether it's be with Meek Mills, and um, Safari. I thought that she was gonna get back with Safari. If. Alright, alright. I thought that she was going to get back with Safari. Um. But, hey, she's, she's pregnant with her man, Kenneth Perry. Petty. Congratulations, Mama. Now, let's have a conversation about... Kanye West, because he drowned. Oh, hold on, before we go into that, before we go into this, even though it's tied with music, he's going to segue easily into Logic the Rapper released his last album, No Pressure, this week. I listened to it, I gave it a listen to. There's 15 tracks on it. I like I definitely like one. I don't like, I may like two. You know what? Logic. I'm happy for you. You got a new kid, you got a lovely wife that you have clearly 
expressed on this whole album that you know you were ready to move on long before this album was even in the, the, the conception phase but it is what it is congratulations I hope you do well Taylor Swift she came out with a new album I thought that this album was going to be an album of unreleased songs but they seem um, original and uh, I gave that a listen to she has 16 titles on that and I probably like 3 and I think that she is heading back to her roots. And I said I have a quotation marks, but she's not into the the pop pop sound. I think she is a little bit more foxy. That's her new album, Folklore. And um it's a cute album. It's cute. She kind of like her in this setting. I really do. And um, like, like I said, three were my I like a lot, but I'm not going to not say that I'm not gonna because I don't like I don't like the person, but I do like her music. I do like her music, and then I. I I'ma let it grow on me. I'ma let it grow on me. Now, Kanye West was supposed to release an album this Friday. And you know what? Let's talk about Kanye West and his mental state. What the hell did you just... I saw, I'm sorry guys, I saw something from Elon Musk and... Kanye West, Kanye West, Kanye West, Kanye West. Okay. As we all know, Kanye West held a press conference where he said that Harry Tubman was, did not free the slaves, but she, she led them to work for white people, something or the other. I don't, that whole presentation, that whole conference was a debacle. It was an affront. The Democratic, not Democratic, like you know, like democracy, it just it was not good. He goes on a series of tweets, and mind you, this was like really, really, really late at night. Cam tried to bring a doctor to lock me up. If I get locked up like Mandela, y'all know why. You know the movie Get Out was about me. 
NBC locked up Bill Cosby. Then he went after her mother, uh, talking about that she he doesn't want her daughter to want his daughter to be exploited by her mother, who is um, Chris Jenner, and he called her Chris Jong-un. He also said that he was um, he is he was trying to divorce Kim Kardashian some time ago, like I think two years ago, um, when she was teaming up with um, Meek Mills about the prison reform stuff. Listen, guys. I think, and this is not a you know me. I think there's something seriously wrong in that family. There's a dynamic that is going on with Kim. I mean, not Kim, but Chris Jenner. After him, she, there is something in the water out there. <sighs> Kanye West suffers from bipolar. Um, after I read these tweets, after I saw that first. You know that that conference. It's not even a conference. It's like a campaign rally. Um, I am one hundred percent convinced that that man is trying to get away from those people. I think he. Think that his manic cannot cannot survive in that environment. Scott Diskin, Diskin, whatever his name is, Scott Diskin. Um, Lamar Odom, Chris Humphrey. Um, they saw all of this stuff got out. Travis Scott got out. It's like they saw what these women do, and it's it's. And I'm not saying what they do is wrong. It's no, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that it's a production with them. It's a, it's a production, and yes, for a time, Kanye West, because he is a drama queen, like he fed off of that, and 
it benefited him for a little bit, but I think that it's overwhelming for him. I think it's become too much. Now, I want to give props to Kim for handling, it's not easy handling somebody with bipolar. It's not. It's a day-to-day thing. So I will give her her props. That being said, I think that these companies, whether it be Adidas, whether it be these clothing by Gap and whatnot, who's the latest, they saw a way how to exploit this man's talent and person. And in the end, I think that it's not going to end well. I was listening to some of the criticisms and stuff like that. I mean, Dave Chappelle ran out there, saw him. There was other people came out to see him. But then I'm looking at these guys, and I could not help but think, like, you guys have this man's number. Fans can reach Kanye. This is a train wreck. All we're doing is watching him. And somebody made a good point. You have the Jay-Z's. You have the Beyonce's. You have the upper echelon of people. I find it funny that they're not... Like, when he makes something artistic, he's not reaching out to them, which furthermore says, because every time he goes on these rants, he's always bringing it back to Jay-Z, which means that, and it's just my opinion, that he sings some things behind closed doors in the workings, business-wise with Jay-Z, and knows that Jay-Z is very vicious. With that being said, these guys, I don't think that this is new for Kanye West. I believe that the Jay-Z's and the Beyonce's and the like all knew that Kanye West suffered from this stuff and they exploited him. And that's why he's upset with them and that those relationships disintegrated. I mean, think about it. His, he's not working with Dr. Dre. He's not working with Kendrick Lamar. He's not working with these top rappers. He's only working with people who are exploiting him. I mean, like, okay, he has Chance the Rapper, but Chance the Rapper is niche at best. His last album, which had a huge, huge, huge production, was My Dark Fantasy. And that had Nicki and everybody on it. But his last works, come on now, there's no one there. And I say all that to say this. They knew that this man suffered from a mental 
how illness and death while he is going through what he's going through they're not reaching out to him maybe they don't want to take on the responsibility of babysitting him or calming him down but guys I don't think that's fair I feel sorry for Kanye West that he has to go through all this He shouldn't be going through it. He shouldn't be triggered the way that he is. I mean, like, you can only do so much, but that being said, still. I I wouldn't be surprised if they get divorced. I really wouldn't be surprised. God, I hope that he finds the strength to ask for help. I know that he is lashing out. I know that these behaviors are signaling that something is not right with him at the moment. But he has to ask for help in order to receive it. I really, 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 really hope he gets out of this. Because I don't want to wake up and hear anything bad about this man. So let's just... Guys, if you are a fan of Kanye West... him on by condoning or not condoning but enabling him stop if you are in the same space with that man walk up and hug him and say hey I know you don't want to hear it but We're here if you need us. Because the people in the environment that he's in, and I'm not saying I know this man day-to-day life, no. However, these lashings out and stuff like this, the environment this man is in is not healthy. It's not conducive to his mental health. And I guess with that, we're just going to end it here. Um, yeah. That's it. And those are your top stories in pop culture. Stop we come to the end of another great episode here on Tea Thrills. I've been your host, Etheria, and I look forward to talking with you next week.
If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrills01 